So as you lie there, feel your contact with the floor. Bring your attention to your breathing. Bring your attention to the space that expands and contracts in, where is it? In your chest, in your abdomen? Where do you feel something yourself expanding as you breathe in and subsiding as you breathe out? And as you start to pay attention to that, are you feeling that primarily in your front, in your belly in the front, in your chest in the front? Follow your front around to your sides, your ribs under your arms, the side of your belly, you feel expanding in and out there. And what about in your back towards the floor? Without manipulating anything or trying anything, do you feel expansion or movement in your back against the floor? Or do you not? And what about down in the direction of your pelvic floor, down towards your feet? Do you feel any expansion and subsiding in that direction? Or around the base of your neck, those upper ribs lifting and subsiding? Do you feel anything? This is all, do you feel anything questions? It's not that you have to. You'll probably be noticing as you go that there are places where you feel really clear expansion and subsiding as you breathe in and out. And then places where you don't feel anything, you don't feel as much. And that's probably because there are places where you do move more and places where you move less, places you're not making use of, places that are like blind spots as you breathe in and breathe out. So your breathing sort of goes wherever it can go, wherever is available. And the places that aren't available are places where maybe there are habitual blind spots in your self-image. You don't feel anything there, and so you don't move there. The less you move there, the less you feel there, the less you feel there, the less you move there. There may be no particular story behind how that took place or how that was maintained over the time, or there may be a particular story. It may be a place you avoid because there was an injury. It doesn't really matter how it came about. 
we're just going to very gently expand the use of our breathing and by expanding our options for breathing, expand our awareness, clarify and refine. So come back just after you've paid detailed attention to all these 360 degrees around your front, your side, your back, your pelvic floor, up towards in the direction of your neck and head. Come back to just an overall picture, just as you breathe in and something expands as you breathe out and something subsides. Sketch yourself that overall picture of what's that shape that's expanding and subsiding and what directions. And now bend your knees and stand your feet. And check how your knees are standing over your feet. Are your knees, uh, if you went straight down or looked straight down from your knees, would you be behind your heel or just in front of your heel, somewhere between your heel and your toes? And experiment with the position of your feet. Bring your feet a little bit more towards you, a little bit further away. Could you find a place for your feet where your knee would really be standing vertically over your um, somewhere at your heel or in front of your heel? And play with how close to you or far away. Maybe if you get your feet that close, you feel like you're pushing. But look for that place where your knees can really be standing vertically over your feet and then Where are your knees over the feet? Are they over the inside of your feet? Are they over the outside of your feet? And for yourself, draw a line from your heel to somewhere between your first and second toes, your big toe and your second toe. And can you put your feet in the right place and your knees in the right place, left and right, in and out, so that your knee is right over top of a line that you would draw from your heel to the space between your big toe and your second toe. Just try and arrange, put your place feet in different places until you feel like you've got your knee directly over, somewhere just at or in front of your heel, and on that line from your heel to the space between your big toe and your second toe. And in that place, when you find that place, That's going to be a place where your hip muscles don't need to do anything, where your leg muscles don't need to do any work. Your knees can just balance over your feet, and your feet can take the weight of your knees. And resting like that, come back to your awareness of your breath. And feeling your breath come in and come out. And now let's pay attention first to the relationship of your breastbone or your sternum to your spine. So your spine is resting on the floor behind you. And as you breathe in and breathe out, do you feel your sternum lift and then subside? You can rest your fingertips on your sternum, on your breastbone, all the way from the notch of your neck to just above your solar plexus. Does your sternum actually move? Is there a sense as you breathe in and breathe out that your sternum lifts 
away from the floor. And now if your sternum lifts away from the floor, and if you can breathe so that your sternum will lift away from the floor, check now what you're doing with your spine. If you breathe so that your sternum lifts away from the floor, is your spine still resting on the floor, or does your spine start to lift as well? So that's the first thing we want to clarify. Let's clarify the idea. You can let your spine rest on the floor behind you, And as you breathe in, your sternum can lift away from your spine and your spine continues to rest on the floor. So the space front to back from your spine to your sternum expands as you breathe in and subsides as you breathe out. We spend so much time um, learning that we should breathe in our abdomen, that we should breathe into our belly, that we don't pay any attention to how we actually do breathe and can breathe and can perfectly well make use of breathing with our chests, with our rib cage, with our sternum. And just take some time slowly. You're half kind of feeling, you're half imagining. You don't necessarily have a lot of sensory nerve endings to feel what I'm actually telling you to feel, but you can work with the image, your sense of the movement. Your spine rests on the floor at the back as your breastbone lifts away from it. Your chest expands front to back in that front to back dimension and then subsides again. Just play with that. And now let's try variation on that. The variation is that you continue to lift your chest in that same motion, expand your chest, but actually block this at your mouth so that you're not breathing in as you do that. Block your mouth and nose. I mean, you don't have to literally block your nose with your hand or anything, but continue this movement while not actually taking in any air. Let your air out. And then expand your chest without taking in any air. So something's going to happen as a result. This is all kind of like a push and pulley system that's all like air chambers and diaphragms. Something's got to go somewhere. If you expand your chest but you don't take in any air, then your belly's going to pull in. Just all of your abdominal contents are going to get pulled up under your ribs, under your low ribs. So try that. It's sort of a funny feeling. You try it a few times and then, of course, you'll need to take a break and breathe in and out a little bit. Um, so just time yourself. You can try it four or five times and then take a break to breathe. And again, block your breath and expand your chest gently. It doesn't have to be an extreme big effort or anything. Just a little expansion of your chest. Lifting of your breastbone away from your spine at the back. And again, really notice it's away from your spine at the back. You're not lifting your spine at the back. And feel how that pulls your abdominal contents up and in. Just from what you're creating, from lifting your chest, 
can feel that. And then take a break from that, just breathe normally for a while. And now let's try the opposite. Instead of, what were we just doing? We were expanding and lifting our chest while not breathing in. So let's sink and lower and squeeze our chest while not breathing out. So take in maybe a half a lung full of air, get some air in, and then don't let any more in or out, but squeeze your chest, shrink your chest as though you're trying to push the air out in your chest, but you're not pushing your air out, so where's it going to go? What's going to happen? This will make your belly expand, so as you compress your chest without letting any air out, then your belly will expand. Might expand to the front, to the sides, to the back. Check for yourself what direction does your belly expand in if you push down and out without breathing out. If you contract your chest and push the contents of your abdomen down without breathing out. Now, Feldenkrais doesn't have an idea of perfect posture, but he has an idea of something he calls a pretty good acture. Acture being um, a state from which you could act in any direction that you needed to act. Uh, So it's partly an idea he derived from judo. Imagine a judo master standing and anybody could come at him from all sides, him or her. And if you're equally prepared to turn and meet someone or to move or to take an action in any direction, that would take a perfect kind of balance on the skeleton, on your spine. And if you were in that state, you would also, as you breathe out like this, as you pushed your belly down and out, you would not just push your belly down and out and forward, you would actually expand backwards into your back. You would expand out to your sides. So explore this and see what would you have to let go of in your back? What would you have to... Is there any way you can let this pushing down, this shrinking of your chest to push the contents down? 
Expand your belly all round, all round 360 degrees to front, your sides, your back, into your low back, towards the floor. Try that. And even try doing that as you go ahead and let the air out. So you don't just hold your breath and push down, but actually breathe out a little bit slowly as you compress your chest and expand your belly in all directions at the bottom. Look for that coordination. And then leave that all. Stretch out your legs and take a rest. So uh, your lungs don't really, your lungs are not active agents. You breathe in and you breathe out. There's nothing your lungs do to make that happen. There's really two main kinds of Um, actions that you're doing to breathe in and breathe out. One is the ribs lifting. If you're standing, that means the ribs lift against gravity to expand your lungs and pull the air in. And the other is this big, uh, fantastic, fascinating muscle called the diaphragm, which is uh, like a cover on the bottom of your rib cage. So the whole bottom of your rib cage sort of has this... um, I imagine it being like one of those, what are those, you know, if you don't put saran wrap on a bowl, you can get these little reusable covers that just sort of slip over the top of a bowl and have a little elastic around the outside. So your diaphragm doesn't exactly connect with an elastic around the outside, but basically the same idea. The whole bottom of your rib cage, 360 degrees all the way around, there's a muscle which has some openings in the middle for, of course, your uh, various... uh, digestive tract and so on to pass through but otherwise from that center radiating outwards muscle fibers connect all the way around all the edge of your ribs from the front around the sides to the back and the spine at the back and your lower back and it's like a dome and as you breathe in and that muscle tightens it lowers and that pulls the lungs and expands the lungs downwards And as that muscle tightens to pull the lungs down and pull the airs in, pull the air in, it pushes on the contents of your abdominal cavity. It pushes on all your internal organs and they go somewhere. They push out forwards, backwards, down towards your pelvic floor. So your diaphragm, if you get at and isolate and make use of that part of your breathing and feel how that works and work with that, um, it becomes a really kind of, uh, has a kind of a dynamic conversation there with your everything in your abdominal contents, massages your stomach, your internal organs as you breathe in and breathe out. So we're going to do some funny variations that make more clear all of these parts, that make more clear the feeling of the ribs lifting and the sternum lifting, which you've already played with. 
And particularly isolating the feeling of this diaphragm, so you can really feel your diaphragm raising and lowering, and the effects it has on your whole abdominal cavity, and how you use it in breathing. So bend your knees and stand your feet. And find again that place, find where it feels like your knees are just poised over your feet so you don't have to hold anything. You're not doing any effort on the inner thigh, you're not doing any effort on your outer thigh or around your hips to keep your knees standing there, just balanced. And then take in some air, don't completely fill your lungs, take in some air by expanding your chest and then hold your breath and shrink your chest and pull out your belly, push out your belly and then pull your belly in and expand your chest. So you expand your chest and that pulls your belly in and you shrink your chest and that pushes your belly out. You do that several times all on one breath And then when you feel you need to or want to breathe again, you take a little rest, breathe a few times, and then come back and try this experiment again. Do it slowly, in an easy fashion. It's a very small, subtle movement, but somehow it's because it's so small and subtle, we start to do it like with a great deal of effort or something. Don't need to do that. It can be as easy and subtle as anything else you would do. Take half a lungful or... Partly fill your lungs with air. Then stop breathing and push that air down so that your belly expands. And that's the feeling of your abdomen, your of your diaphragm tightening across the bottom, pulling your lungs downwards and pushing your belly out. And then expand your chest and let your diaphragm relax. And so that dome of your diaphragm lifts, your belly pulls in, and the air gets pulled up into your chest. So you alternate expanding your chest and expanding your belly slowly. Do it five or six times and then take a rest and breathe and then start again. Take the time and give yourself time to get that clear. It's maybe not obvious at first. It feels less controlled, but slowly It becomes clearer and you can do it more slowly and lightly and easily as it becomes more clear. Push your belly out, pull your belly in and lift your chest. Lower your chest and push your belly out. And as it starts to get clear, can you do it more quickly? Can you start to make that a little quick, easy movement, like you're sort of tossing a ball back and forth between your chest and your stomach? Depending on how big a supper you ate, how recently, you might be feeling your supper in a very intimate way. You might even be hearing a few gurgles. You might be really starting to feel that diaphragm muscle as a muscle that's 
relaxing and letting your chest lift and your belly pull in and then pushing down and pushing the contents of your belly out and shrinking your chest. Well, faster, lighter, easier. Okay, and leave that stretch out your legs and take a rest. And feel in resting now as you're not trying to breathe in any particular way or do any particular thing. Feel return to that sense of that whole space that expands and subsides as you breathe in and breathe out. Feel how deep your breaths in and out feel. Feel what's changed. And now here's something really interesting to try. Let your breathing continue very normally. Just let it continue in the same pace, whatever pace you would breathe in and breathe out without thinking about it. And at the same time, as you just breathe in and breathe out at your own pace, start to alternate between expanding your chest and expanding your belly, but make that independent of your breathing in and breathing out. So as you switch between expanding your chest and expanding your belly, you might have several rounds of breathing in and out if you do it very, very slowly. Can you push, as it were, push that expansion between your chest and then up, down into your belly, and then back up into your chest while you continue to breathe in and out independently of that? You might breathe in and out several cycles as you push the expansion down and as you pull the expansion up. So here we are, it's like we're using all of these movements that create breathing and we're separating them out from the breathing itself. Somehow we still manage to breathe in and breathe out. Try it so that you're doing the movement of the expansion up and down faster than you're doing the breathing in and breathing out. So you breathe in, breathe out very slowly. As you breathe in, several times move that expansion up and down. As you breathe out, you move the expansion up and down several times. Is that easy to do?
and then go back to moving that expansion more slowly so you expand your chest without interfering with your breathing in and breathing out and then push down and expand your belly without interfering with the breathing in and breathing out And now keep that going, keep that expansion moving down and moving up. And start to look for the center line of your body. Look for your spine, look for your midline. And draw from yourself, from your nose, from your forehead. Draw a line down the center of yourself. Find your spine. Spine at the back, just a line down your sternum, through the middle of your belly button, the middle of your pubic bone in the front. Find your central line. And can you tell, can you feel as this expand, as you push this expansion down and lift this expansion up, is it more on one side of that line or the other? Is it centered? Are you symmetrical? I can give you one hint as you answer that question. If the only answer that's important is, is yes or no, then uh, the answer is no. Nobody is symmetrical. You're not symmetrical. But what's interesting is to feel how that is for yourself. Feel for yourself. What is it? Is it more expanding on the left, expanding on the right? And let's turn over and do this on our stomachs because then we can use the floor to give us some of this information. So roll over onto your stomach. And lie maybe with your forehead on the back of your hands so that you can have your face uh, straight down, not turned to the side. And continue as you lie here to switch that expansion, expand your belly, and then pull that expansion up so that you're expanding your chest. That can be independent of your breathing. Expand your belly and expand your chest. And as you do that, does your chest press more into the floor on your left side or your right side? And does your belly press into the floor more on your left side or on your right side? You just continue to be normally, but expand your chest and then expand your belly. And now let's start to, well, take a little rest before we do the next thing. You can stay on your stomach, stay face down, but take a little rest. And just breathe without thinking about it.
And now come back to this alternating between expanding your chest and expanding your belly. But as you do this now, expand your chest more on the left. Push into the ground with the left side of your chest as you expand it. And then as you move the expansion down into your belly, push into the floor with the right side of your belly as you expand. So you just go back and forth between moving that expansion up to your left front of your shoulder, left upper chest, left chest in front, and then your right belly down towards your hip, down towards your pelvis, your right lower belly. Go back and forth on that diagonal between your left upper chest and your right lower belly with the expansion. Your breathing again can be independent. Just moving the expansion back and forth. Left upper chest, right lower belly. And then how does it go if you go from your right upper chest to your left lower belly? Is that just as easy? Is it different? Is it easier? Take the expansion to your right upper chest, the right front of your shoulder, ribs on the right upper side. As you expand your chest, push into the floor with your right more prominently. And then as that expansion moves down into your belly, push into the floor with the left side of your lower belly more prominently. Gently, just going back and forth. Between your right upper chest, pushing into the floor, expanding into the floor, and your left lower belly expanding into the floor. And even though it's such a minimal movement and such a minimal idea, you do that normal thing where you check and see, is there extra effort you're making somewhere you don't need to? Are you gritting your jaw to do it? Are you wrinkling your forehead? Are you lifting your shoulders? What can you let go of just to allow yourself to just make the movement that you intend to make and not do a lot of other things at the same time? Your right upper chest, your left lower abdomen, belly. And then stop that conscious manipulation and just breathe in, breathe out, stay in your stomach like this for a moment. Just let your air come in and come out. And feel if it's any more symmetrical, the way that your breathing moves you into the floor in front or moves you away from the floor behind you. If you trace your midline, find your midline again.
and leave that and come over, roll onto your backs and take a rest on your back. Feel as you lie on your back, feel your breathing, feel your chest expanding and subsiding. How deep is your breathing now? Where are you breathing now? lie on your right side. Lie on your right side. And extend your right arm out uh, under your head so that your head can rest on your right arm. And your right arm's extended up towards the wall over your head. Your knees comfortably bend. And wrap your left arm around the top of your head to take hold of your right temple. So really around the top of your head and your left hand takes hold of your right temple around the top of your head so that you're like holding your head in your arm. And then like this, you can lift your head sideways and away from the floor using your right arm, using your left arm, sorry. Whatever arm that is, the arm on top, your left arm. And lift your head and hold your head in the air like this. And like this, begin to take the air in and move the air between your chest and between your abdomen. Expand your chest and expand your abdomen. Alternate expanding your chest and expanding your abdomen while you hold your head suspended a little bit in the air, lifted away from the floor. And feel where this expansion can go. Can it go into your left side? Can it go into your right side? Right. So the movement of your right side against the floor is limited by the floor being there. There's not so much you can do with your ribs because the floor is pushing against them. Your left side got all the freedom in the world but it's holding your head up so maybe as you pull the air up into your chest your head moves a little bit back towards the floor because in order to expand your ribs on the left side your head your arm your shoulders move a little bit back to the floor and you can try it a few times and then put your head down have a little rest and when you feel ready to lift your head up again you can start again Wrap your left arm around the top and take hold of the right temple and lift your head and holding your head in the air. Find how you can move that expansion between your chest and between your belly and feel how when the expansion comes into your chest that starts to move your head back towards the floor. When you push the expansion down into your belly your head starts to lift a little bit more. Feel how your breath here becomes an active your core and how you use your chest and your belly start to actively affect how you're holding your head. And then leave that and come onto your back and rest. And compare how your left and right sides feel.
and then come and lie on your left side. Stretch out your left arm under your head so your head rests on your left arm. Wrap your right arm around the top of your head to take hold of your left temple. Lift your head sideways, the knees comfortably bent up, lift your head sideways. And with your head lifted in the air like this, take in this breath and expand your chest and then expand your belly. Again, now your left side against the ground doesn't have a lot of room to move in, but your right side, your chest and your belly can expand and subside alternately on your right side and feel how pulling your air up into your chest pushes your head a little bit back towards the floor and then pushing the air down into your belly, expanding your abdomen, lifts your head a little from the floor. Try this a few times, then put your head down and rest. Take rest whenever you're ready, whenever you want to. And come back and try it again. You can try lying on your side a few times. Just try that pushing the air up and down, pulling the expansion up into your chest, pushing it down into your belly. You can try it without your head lifted a few times and just clarify the feeling. Can you find that? You got very familiar with it lying on your back and lying on your belly. You find it lying on your side. Where does the expansion go? Where do you subside? And maybe after you've clarified it a little bit without holding your head in the air, then you're ready to go back whenever you're ready to trying it with your head held up in the air. And leave that and come onto your back. Take a rest on your back. And now with your legs long, leave your legs long, but prop yourself up in your elbows. Bring yourself up so that you're propped on your elbows, your head's lifted and looking forward towards your feet. You're um, leaning back on your elbows and forearms. And like this, in this position, expand your chest and then expand your belly. Alternate the seesaw. Expand your chest. Bring the air up into your chest, push down, and push your belly out. 
Go back and forth and feel. Does your pelvis roll a little bit on the ground or push a little bit? Does your head get taller as you push your belly down and out? As you lift your chest, where does your head go? (laughs) Take a rest whenever you need to. (laughs) Take as many rests. And now could you do this with your head hanging back? Hang your head backwards to look towards the ceiling. Let your neck hang. Take care of what's going to be comfortable for you in doing that and continue to expand your chest and then extend your belly. Alternate between expanding your chest and expanding your belly. As many rests as you like, absolutely. And that expansion in your chest, does that let your head hang back more and more easily? Or does the expansion into your belly support your head hanging back more and more easily? Great. Okay, leave that. Everyone come down, take a rest. And then uh, come up onto your knees. Come up onto your hands and knees. And rest the top or your forehead on the floor. Rest your head, your forehead, and then you can have your hands, your forearms on the floor on either side of your head just to help support and protect your neck. But rest the top of your head or your forehead, crown of your head, somewhere in between your hairline and the top of your head on the floor. And like this now, um, expand your chest and then expand your belly. Alternate pushing down to expand your belly and expand your belly in all directions, all 360 degrees, forwards, backwards, down, side to side. And then pull that expansion up and expand your chest. And feel does this movement of expanding your belly and expanding your chest start to roll your head on the floor. You're really occupied with pulling the air up and pushing the air down. But as you push the air down, does your pelvis start to sit back a little bit and your head roll towards your nose? As you expand your chest, do you roll up or the opposite?
And just find a really easy relationship between how you push the air, pull the air up into your chest and push your air down into your belly. Pull the expansion up, push the expansion down. And that starts to rock your pelvis, roll your pelvis, and that rolls your head. Your head's not uh, really carrying weight. You've got your arms to help. So your head can just easily roll on the floor. Your neck can get a sort of passive lengthening and shortening. Okay, leave that and come onto your back. Take a rest. And come up onto your hands and knees again. Place somewhere between your forehead and the crown of your head on the floor, between your hairline and the top of your head, and your arms resting on the floor on either side so your head's not taking weight, really, it's just resting. And now bring your right knee a little bit closer to you. So your knees aren't parallel. Your right knee's a little bit closer to you. Your left knee a little farther away. And the same thing now. Expand your belly. Push your belly down and out. And then expand your chest. Pull your chest. And now feel what this asymmetrical position of your legs, this different position of your legs, how that affects the path that your pelvis takes. As you expand your pelvis, your belly down, and your pelvis pushes a little bit backwards in the direction of your heels. And then as you expand your chest, and that pulls your pelvis forwards. So alternate between expanding your belly and expanding your chest. You still feel the connection to how that rolls your head, or did the asymmetrical position of your legs totally lose the connection to your head? You can go back and put your knees parallel and look again for how expanding your belly and then expanding your chest. Pushing your pelvis down and out, roll backwards. Start to roll your head and then expanding your chest. You roll your head forwards towards the top of your head. Expanding your belly and your pelvis down. Take your pelvis backwards. 
And when you can find, when you can feel that connection between expanding your chest and expanding your belly and rolling your head, then just shift your knees slightly so you're a little bit asymmetrical. Just maybe an inch. It doesn't have to be very much. Just a tiny asymmetrical shift. So you feel a difference, but it's not a completely new position. You can still find this connection between expanding your chest, expanding your belly, and your head rolling, your pelvis moving backwards. And then switch your knees so the other knee is forward, your left knee is a little bit forward, your right knee is a little bit back. And again, you push your belly, your pelvis, and expand in your lower abdomen. Pushes your pelvis backwards a little, rolls your head towards your nose. And then lift your air, expand into your chest, rolls your head forwards towards the top of your head. But now your pelvis is not going to go in a straight line. It's going to move in a sort of diagonal direction. It's not going to be the same on the left and the right. Feel where your pelvis goes, where this push down into your pelvis takes your pelvis. Uh More towards your right heel, maybe. towards your left heel. Okay, great. And leave that and come onto your back and rest. And then come up to sit, and let's end by expanding the breathing in the back. Come up to sit. Sit with the soles of your feet together, your knees open to the side. Lower your head. And wrap your arms around yourself so that your left arm comes around and takes hold of your ribs on the right, and your right arm comes around and takes hold of your low ribs on the left. Holding your low ribs on the left and the right and lowering your head. So your fingertips, so your hands are touching those ribs. And now use the situation you're in. So you're curled in the front and your arms are crossed. Everything's really working to restrict how much you can breathe in the front. Your arms now, everything is like a barrier to breathing in the front. So can you feel the ribs at the back and the side, and especially the back, can you breathe there? Can that be the place that expands and draws air in and subsides as the air comes out. It's kind of like being a fish and having gills or something, I think. 
And you feel that your ribs at the back have room, actually soften and expand to bring the air in. Widen, expand, lift to bring the air in and then subside to let the air come out. And then leave that. Come onto your back. And just come back to this overall feeling of what's that shape, that sense of what's the shape and the size that's expanding and subsiding as you breathe in and as you breathe out. There's a funny way it becomes almost invisible. It's like you're doing much less, but there's much more expansion and subsiding, much more depth in the breathing in and breathing out. And slowly at your own pace, whenever you're ready, you can roll to your side and come up to sitting, come up to standing. And take a few minutes to walk around and see what it feels like in walking.